Hi everyone, welcome to the Precious Daughter Podcast, where the goal is to speak on the faith and to inspire and motivate all who listen with love. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. So um, today's episode is titled Lighthouse. So for me, God shows me things and a lot of signs. <laughs> um, I'm a very visual person and I like to um, see things. Um, so I've been seeing Beacon. I've been seeing Lighthouse a lot. Um, so this is what today's episode is titled. And I'm going to start by reading a definition of Lighthouse. And this is the Merriam-Webster definition. Lighthouse is a structure with a powerful light that gives a continuous or intermittent signal to navigators. So a lighthouse is something important. A lighthouse is what draws, you know, well, in this case, ships in. But if we're the light of this world, then we should be drawing people to us. So um, Matthew 5.14, this is the New King James Version, says, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. So, where have you been placed in this world to be a light? Where has God ordained for you to live and be a, a light in this world? And even you may be called to be a light in other avenues other than just your local community. God may give you a platform or a place where he wants you to be a light for people around the world. So um, where have you been called to be a light? When you are at the store, you should be a light. When you are at the gym, at a party, on vacation, at a concert, you are to be the light. People are to look at you. Like, what is it about that person? When you walk in a room, people should see, oh, this is light entering the room. The light of Christ should be so bright in you that people are just naturally drawn to you. So I was thinking um, about this scripture this morning it was on my mind because a lot of times I think people, you know, they join a local church and they get caught up in the activities of the local church. And sometimes it may be easy to forget that when you finish your church activities are, if God is using you in the church, don't forget that you also are to be a light, you know, for this world. You know, all of us in the church should already be light. We should, of course, we all have our, you know, different levels of being processed and transformed um, in relationship with God, but we all should already be light if we're already in Christ. So, um, we're not just called to the four walls of a church. We should be bringing others into the church. We should be an example for others out in the world. When they see us, they want to come and now be a part of the church. 
If God has called you to minister inside of a church or to, you know, have a a community or a club that you are running inside of the church, um, that is good. That's amazing. But everyone is not called, you know, to the pulpit. Everyone will not be on stage preaching to everyone. So there is, you know, the case of now maybe a believer feels like, well, what do I do? You know, how am I supposed to be a light? Okay, so um, I know I don't like using this word, but, you know, <laughs> there are some people who have what, you know, they call a street ministry. Like, um, really, I feel like we all have, quote unquote, street ministry because we're all, you know, called to at the world to, to uh, be the light for the world. But um, your ministry may not always be inside of the four walls of a church building. Everyone you know, has to go to God and find out what your calling is. Go to God and find out what your ministry is, what your purpose is, who you are supposed to be um, helping and connecting with and being a light for in the community. Um, So um, just because you may not be, you know, in a place, you know, where you may feel like, um, I guess on... um, And a pulpit does not make you any less important in the body of Christ. It does not make you any less of a light um, in the body of Christ. It does not mean that your light is any less important. You want to make sure that you are connected to the spirit of God. You want to make sure that you are following where God is moving. That you are connected to what God is doing. In the earth, in your life, all around. And understand that he can get the glory anywhere. And he can get the glory using anything that he wants. The reality is that not everyone will receive Christ inside of the four walls of the church building. This may be the case for some, but there are some people who have been hurt by people inside of a building. Expecting to see God's love being reflected through the people from that um that place that church and um if that person feels that they did not receive that or if it didn't go as planned then they may not feel welcomed or may feel that they're not good enough you know to be a part of that community or they may even some people feel that they may not be received you know in love Although we should never equate what a person has done to us to how God will treat us, some people are not at that spiritual level to know that although we are called to walk in God's love, we still are not, you know, obviously going to be perfect. We still are not going to do everything right. We still can hurt people um, by not even trying to hurt people. So it's important to... Um, understand that people have, you know, their different, you know, interactions, people have their different experiences, and they may not be at a certain place to realize that. So all they're seeing is just, you know, these people are connected, you know, and supposed to be walking in love. Um, and so that could just be their experience that they maybe feel like they didn't um, receive love. And guess what? God never called us to be perfect. So we must not be quick to judge others who could very well be in a time of 
just being transformed by God, or maybe they're just, you know, getting to know God, getting to know the character of God, getting to know the nature of God, getting to know uh, that God is faithful, that God is good, that God loves us, that God will not fail us like uh, people have. So um, we should be quick to love them um, so that they uh, feel encouraged to continue, you know, on this walking journey. And of course, we cannot be responsible uh, for anyone else's, you know, walk. It's our walk is our walk. Um, but we want to also make sure that we're living in a way that people, you know, they see the light. They they feel encouraged, you know. They see this person. There's something about this person. Okay. Let's, you know, walk in the love of God. We must not be bound or influenced by religious traditions and mindsets that try to make people feel like they're better, you know, than other people once you have come into the knowledge of Christ. Yes, being a part of a community of people is important. So stay connected, you know, um, if God has you at a place Stay at that place until he tells you, you know, to or if it is long term for you, stay at that place. But don't abandon the assignment on your life. Um, Once you leave the four walls of that um, that place, you know, of that actual building, when you're out and about in the world, make sure that you're still, you know, ministering to the people you are called to, you know, helping the people that you're supposed to help. If you see someone on the street and they need help help them, you know, Uh, be a light for other people, not just, you know, the people that look like you are the people that um, maybe you feel initially, initially connected to, um, you know, so make sure that you are being a light for those who um, may not see, you know, light in their community or where they live or where they stay. Okay, so I'm excited to talk about this next part. We are called to be a light in our career and where God has given us influence as far as our career and even our calling, you know, where you go to make your money. Um, Prayerfully, you are in purpose and the exact place where God wants you, even if you're just at a place for where he wants you now and there's, you know, another place that will come. God wants his people to have influence in every area. God is in everything. Even the things that you would think, oh, well, you know, they have this going on and this going on. So how could that, you know, how could that be used for good? But, you know, God can get the glory from anything. He can use anything that he wants. He is God. So we can't put him in a box. So um, God wants his people to have influence in business and government and entertainment and the health industry and all these different industries. You being in purpose and being obedient and radiate in the light of Christ will influence others to follow Christ. If you're a light in this world, that means that, you know, your job, where you go every day, the people that you're around, um, that you're making money, you know, with. You are still to be a light in front of them. God may have you, um, and I love this because um, this is actually something I've seen um, in someone else's uh, life that God has them placed in a certain um, industry. And in that industry, um, his will is for them to be um, in a managerial position. 
And you may, the industry is not necessarily connected to, you know, being in a church or, um, it's something considered, I guess, I don't know if you call it worldly. Um, it's, it's not anything bad or anything, but it's not directly related to, um, church. And so in that God, his plan could just be to have this person to change what's going on behind the scenes, to change what's going on, you know, in the office, you know, to bring in the right people um, and then bringing in the right people to work there. Maybe it will change what's going on, you know, uh, with, uh, with in the other areas, with the clients and, you know, all of that. So you have to be willing to um, open your spiritual eyes and discern, you know, what's going on around you. It's important to also just be aware that um, in us being a light in this world, it may not happen right away that everyone will come, you know, running to you and, you know, asking how, how can they, you know, change their life? How can they be saved? But just know that if God has called you to be a light in an area, people, of course, they're going to watch. People see you. Um, so make sure that you are not micromanaging, you know, other people's lives and, you know, well, if I'm a light, then why are they still doing this or that? You know, everyone has their own journey. Everyone has to be processed in their own time. But don't discount the fact that you may be planting seeds that eventually sprout under the right conditions. Let God use you exactly where you are. Let God get the glory in whatever industry you have been called to. Open your heart to others who are still in the world and allow them to see God's light by how you walk, talk, live, and the fruit that is evident from abiding in Christ. Don't be quick to turn others away because they don't look holy or put together in your eyes or because they are still struggling in an area that you have overcome. But win them by allowing them to see the grace and love that God showers you with so that they can choose better for themselves. God looks at the heart of a person. It's not all about, you know, how you dress up and how much covered you are and all these things that, you know, men look at to try to depict if a person is holy or not. God is looking at our heart. He's looking at the posture of our heart. He's looking at the purity of our heart. And when your heart, you know, is in the right place, then everything else in your life seems to come together um, from a place of purity. Don't judge a person by where they are called to be a beacon of light because of the industry that they are in. Just because a person is being used in one way does not mean that it is any less important than the other. Don't miss the move of God. Seek the Holy Spirit for revelation on if something is of God rather than prejudging it based on what you think it is. Don't put God in a box. His ways are not our ways. God's people don't just have one look. We have been given our own personalities, callings, gifts, and graces. Let us not be afraid to bring God's light into the dark places to eradicate the darkness and bring others to the place of receiving God's light. So I'm going to read 1 Corinthians 9, 19. This is the Amplified Version, and I love this. This is Paul talking. It says, For though I am free from all men, I have made myself a slave to everyone so that I may win more for Christ. 
Okay, if you're stuck in this one mindset that you feel like everyone that's saved should act this one way or should look this one way or, um, you know, they all need to come here if they want to get saved, that is not wise in winning souls. You know, you have to be willing to, you know, connect with people, reach people. Not everybody, you know, thinks like you. Not everybody has the same interests and hobbies as you. And so you want to be able to adapt to the environment. You want to be able to, you know, <laughs> move with how the environment is going um, so that you reach more people. I'm in no way saying um, conform to the world. I'm in no way saying conform to the environment. But you want to be able to uh, get along with people, you know, just relax, you know, just chill out and, you know, get to know people, talk to people. Figure out what they like. Um, Sometimes wisely winning souls may look like connecting a complete stranger, connecting with a complete stranger that is listening to something that may be considered secular. And in the uh, in the flow of the conversation, they may ask you, what is what is it about you? You know, what is it? You know, you came and started talking to me. What is it about you? This is something about you that is so nice. It's so different. You can then lead them to Christ. That person may not have ever intended on doing, you know, God's will or doing it God's way, uh, their life God's way. But seeing the light in you could influence and change their heart. Going in dark places does not mean you partake in the sin of the dark places and you want to be led there if you are graced to be there rather than going out of your own flesh or your own fleshly desires. This message is not to condone any type of sin, but to remind you that if you find yourself around others still in the world, don't be surprised to see them doing worldly things, but allow the light in you to be so bright that they want to leave the darkness. They want to leave those dark things behind and follow Christ. Jesus sat with sinners for the sake of spreading the gospel of the kingdom of God. And so that these people received the healing and deliverance that they needed. But once the assignment was finished, he moved forward. Jesus did not sin or allow these opportunities to witness to pull him into a sinful lifestyle. This is how we are to work towards being a light of this world without being in this world. Also be mindful that when you have the light of Christ in you, you don't have to force people to come to you. They are already attracted to the light. So you don't have to, you know, chase people down and, you know, scare them into coming to the truth. People come uh, people came to Jesus. Jesus did not have to force anyone to follow the truth. People came running towards the truth because they knew they needed it. Okay, so how do you get this light and allow it to stay bright? So um, the first thing I wrote down is you want to stay abiding in Christ and stay in the presence of God. Darkness cannot stand the light because it exposes darkness. It will either flee or submit to it. I'm going to read Ephesians 5.14. This is a new King James Version. And it says, Awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Okay, so the next thing I wrote down is keep your heart pure. Allow God to purify your heart. Um... And allow God to heal any brokenness that the enemy has tried to cause to dim the light that God has given you. 
Um, this is something interesting I noticed. Um, is you can often tell the light and condition of a person's heart and soul by their eyes and the countenance of their face. I just find it so interesting in Luke 11. Um, this is 34, how it says, your eye is the lamp of your body. Um, so I'm actually going to read Luke 11:36 in the Passion Translation. And it says, if your spirit burns with light, fully illuminated, with no trace of darkness, you will be a shining lamp reflecting rays of truth by the way you live. And then the last point that I wrote down is to avoid darkness and pursue things of light. Now, of course, there's a lot of darkness out in the world, but just use discernment. If you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, God will direct you um, on what's good for you, what's not good for you. Just talk to God. Ask God, is this something that I should be doing? If you truly just feel like you don't have um, any idea or follow um, the conviction um, that you feel in your heart. God has uh, given us a conscience to know what's right and wrong. Um, so just make sure that you're in tune with what um, you're being shown. Make sure that you're in tune with what you know is not right or um, doesn't feel right. So this is with avoid darkness with friends and people. If there are people doing a bunch of darkness around you and you're constantly in contact with them, eventually um, you're going to start doing the darkness. You're only so strong. <laughs> um there's a scripture that says, you know, uh, bad company corrupts a good character. So make sure that you keep the right people around other people who are pursuing the things of light, other people who are walking in the light of Christ, other people who are concerned with the things of God, discern what you are listening to and watching. And, um, this doesn't mean that everything has to be so strict and only, you know, you can only listen to this genre of music, but use discernment. If you know this is something that's going to lead you back to a path of, well, it could be destruction or just something that you're not supposed to be doing or, um, leading you to a lifestyle that, um, is not good for you. You want to avoid uh, listening and watching that stuff you don't want to allow those spirits to enter you know your spirit uh from continually continuously feeding your spirit this stuff this is why we are supposed to continue to renew our mind on the word of god and be transformed by the word of god as you're continuing to read and feed your spirit with that um uh, whether it's tv whether it's music um Whatever it is, whatever you continue to feed your spirit, that is what, you know, you're going to be experiencing and, and, and speaking and believing and thinking about. Okay, so, and the last thing is avoid a life of sin. Darkness cannot expel or destroy darkness. It only feeds it. So if you are in a state of, you know, of sin sin is of the enemy so in order to fully be radiating in light you want to make sure that you are avoiding sin this does not mean you will never sin again we are still human we still have flesh but you want to do your best to stay away from sin flee 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 okay 
And so I'm just going to leave you guys with Ephesians 5, 8. This is the New King James Version. It says, for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. And I'm going to end this podcast in a prayer. If you're in agreement, you can just say amen. So dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you. Uh, For this uh, podcast, for whoever is listening, Lord God, I pray that you allow your light to radiate so brightly within them, Lord God, out to others, Lord. So they are led back to you. Allow your presence to be so uh, heavy on them, Lord, that people come running to find out what is that, that people come running to give their life to you, Lord, to give their life to Christ because of uh, your presence, because of the light that they uh, are walking and carrying. Lord God, anything that has dimmed this light that you have placed on your people, we ask that you deliver them. We ask that you remove it so that your light can be even brighter. I ask that you heal any hurt, any pain, any disappointment, uh, and allow uh, your people to rest. Allow them to rest in you, Lord, and you being their healer and you being their deliverer and you leading and guiding uh, their way and their life. And I pray that wherever you have placed them, wherever you have given them purpose, Lord, that they are walking in their purpose, that they are walking and all that you have called them to walk in, that they are allowing your light to shine so brightly before men that they are allowing your light to just radiate um, the office spaces, the the platforms, the wherever you have placed them, Lord. Let the people that work with them, let the people around them just uh, see your light, see your love, and let it trans even be able to transform their lives so that they reach more people for your kingdom, so that your kingdom continues to advance. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Okay, guys, so I do have a quick announcement. If you're interested in beauty, makeup, skincare, and then also just, you know, just love having conversations on the soul, on the spirit, inner beauty, I do have a YouTube channel um, that I have started uh, for that. So if you're interested, I will leave the details below. So check it out. Bye.